Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. And I'm just saying that if you can get an espresso maker and like a pen out of the same gift guide, like the comparison is nothing. Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. My name's Dan oh. Selkie and I am one of two co-hosts of the show Take the Black, which is the show that you're watching right now. The show where we go over all things yeah. fantasy, sci-fi, movies, television uh, from the last seven days of pop culture. Uh, I'm Dan Selkie. This is Daniel Roman. Daniel Roman, how are you doing up there in snowy saskatchewan snowy saskatchewan i don't know where that is but i snowy somewhere up here yeah i'm doing good i'm waving around a pen like it is a wand so that you know gives you a good view into my headspace right now no i'm good i'm good i'm excited to be here and talk excellent and less than excellent shows of 2022. How are you, Dan? And how are you out there? I'm well. I'm actually pretty excited, too, because this is going to be... We have some cool things planned for this program. Hello, Martha. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, We are going to be ranking definitively the top 15 TV shows of 2022 (laughs) from... um, What did I say? From least to beast. That's what I came up with. Uh, from worst Ooh, to best. I like that. Right? It was really stupid. I really liked That's it. That's good. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but first, I thought that we would go take a little tour of uh, Los Angeles Ooh. this past weekend because HBO officially held the Game of Thrones official fan convention, the first officially licensed Song of Ice and Fire House of the Dragon Game of Thrones fan convention that has ever been and it was neat. It happened. I'll be honest. I'm a little biased against it because I went to some of the more unofficial-ish Game of Thrones fan conventions, and I still have uh, my heart is still there. But um, we had uh, Camilla go there for us. She did a great job of covering it, and I thought that we would yeah, go over did. it uh, and just see what we could see. You ready, Daniel? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I and I am curious. You know, as as we're about to go into pictures. You said you're a little biased because of what, Con of Thrones is the one you've been to? Yeah, well, I'm a little biased because Con of Thrones was, okay, A, old school. B, um, I was there. Yeah. I wasn't at this one. So listen. And okay. see, well, apparently, w- what I liked about those conventions where they had these like kind of fan panels, you know, where they had like um, yeah. gender and sexuality in Westeros and why is is a great character and like all these like things that I was on. I got to be in these things. And it seems like this one was more about <laughs> okay. the the celebrity guests which is great but yeah. um i want some fan voices i don't want to go negative though i do love yeah, the photos of all the um celebrities who came there for instance we have here kit harrington with patty considine new meets old targaryen meets targaryen uh game of thrones yeah. House of the dragon Th- this was cool because it's a convention where the new and old cast are getting together sharing the well the convention space, not the stage, and where Kit Harrington debuted yeah. his sort of circle beard. What do you think of that, it's Daniel? A, it's and a, and it, people out it's there, is it a circle? It, it looks like a handlebar mustache to me, which is a biker chic. Oh, does it? I guess not it like depends on down. if it connects. I don't think I guess so. You're right. That'd be real weird. That'd be real weird if it connected on the bottom and it's just a little little circle thing. Uh, we should yeah, be no, he's, he's, that. He's, 
Uh, yeah, that is definitely the most important thing we have to talk about from these pictures is Kit Harrington's mustache. But this, this is kind of cool. It is cool to see that all the cast from the prequel meeting oh, or completely. not maybe not meeting, but hanging out with the cast from the original, you know, King Vizzy T here. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was always real concerned about prophecies and such. Here he is hugging one of the dudes that's going to make the prophecy come true. The song I fire. like that. And hello, Camilla. He's a. Uh... Camilla Cervello is in the YouTube comment. She went there for oh, us, yeah. got great coverage, took amazing pictures. Camilla, just thanks so much again for doing all that. It was really, yes, really remarkable. I'm glad we got to cover it. What's the next pick tour? And we need to, well, we need to know. She says there's a reason for the stash. So Camilla, let us know. Really? It, it seems like you know the deets. Let us know what the why there's that stash. But yeah, I'm curious. so speaking of speaking of stashes. Our next picture mm. that we have is uh, kind of the the two worst kings hanging around together, uh, Jack Gleason and Tom Glenn Carney. That's King Joffrey and King Aegon II. Probably really wonderful people, even though they play despicable ones. I'm no doubt. It is just fun to see a, a, a colliding of worlds. Not to be mean. There were a lot of fun comments on this picture. People saying that uh, Jack Gleason looks like he reformed his evil ways and is now teaching AP history, that kind of thing. <laughs> I can see it's it. It's very cute. They look great. I do hope that um, Aegon doesn't get lumped in with Joffrey levels of evil. But um, I guess it's a question for House of Dragons season two. Not so much now. It's just fun seeing them together. Is yeah. Tom Glenn Carney Truth. wearing some kind of tie without a shirt? Or is that just like the collar of a shirt he's wearing under that? I think it's the, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's a either kerchief? a fashionable neck neck kerchief or or the lining of another shirt, and uh, I okay. I can't enhance that much to be certain. If anybody knows, we know. Ooh, Camilla <laughs> says that the reason Jon Snow, not sorry, the reason Kit Harrington has a um, handlebar <laughs> mustache is because he's filming a different show that's not Snow. Interesting. I wonder if he's taking all us right, to right. um, Sturgis, two thousand eight, the biker rally. I I'd watch that. Um, we'll see. One one can only hope. Did he say what it was, Camilla? Yeah, or just he's filming something with 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 that epic stash? I'd be very curious to know. And of course, we have the lovely cosplay. We have the lovely um props. They brought in Balerion the Dreads Black Skull. That's pretty cool. We got a Rhaenyra and cool. a oh, I'm blanking on the name of the Harold Westerling, is what I'm gonna guess those two are. It's also cool to see, you know, people who are dressed up as the House of Dragon characters, not just the Game of Thrones characters. That guy, yeah, he looks an awful lot like Boromund Baratheon. I don't know who he's supposed Ooh. to be. Could be a Stark. I don't know. He's got maybe the the outfit of a Stark and the haircut of a Boromund Baratheon. But it's fun to see Boromund cosplay. Baratheon. There was a lot of amazing cosplay. Yeah, he swears he swears fealty to young Rhaenyra in the in the premiere, right? right. I think that's Boromund, and he's got I the exact right. that, same that... hairstyle and beard. That's a deep cut. They could be, though, because cosplay people, that I respect them, and I, I have nothing but admiration for them. As Camilla says, yes. he didn't... Uh, uh, 10-4, Camilla. Uh, we, we cannot reveal the detail of what K. Harrington is growing that stash for, but Ooh. it has a purpose. The cosplay was great. We got this like from the it. cosplay contest, which, of course, there was one. There always is. It's just fun. And these people go all out. The cons I went to, they went all out out and that has not changed the yeah. spirit of passion among cosplayers the intention to detail and craft never ceases to bowl me over did the one 
I think the one Jon Snow put like scars on his face over there to like after his hand was raked by something. He's got a bucket of chicken for the hound. Uh, Just good stuff. Okay. I love cosplay. Yeah, it's always good. It's it's always cool to see the fans who really go hard on the cosplay. Um I keep staring at the next picture that we have to look at, which is a, a pretty sweet Ooh. Daenerys Targaryen Queen of Dragons cosplay, Very kind cool. of mirroring that that iconic scene from the series finale where she's walking uh, along the top of uh, the castle at King's Landing and you see Drogon's wings behind her. That's pretty it. sweet. That's a cool cosplay. Eskimo says, not a single meh costume at all. I'm surprised. And yeah, that's a great one, obviously. Cool. Ugh, God, that must be just, how do you walk around in that? Very, very carefully. <laughs> I had to think for a sec. I wasn't actually that delayed. But yeah, how, it, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be quite an arduous process. You imagine that that this Danny's not wearing those wings all weekend. I hope she wasn't. Got to put them away. I mean, I'm sure you'll have like really got up back by the end. It's lovely. Yeah. According to Camilla... It retracts. Nice. How do you get the bust that on? Well, that's that's pretty rad. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. There was no info on snow. Caden's asking about snow over on the YouTube. <laughs> did you say um, did you say snow info? <laughs> I didn't mean to, but uh, th th there oh, was okay. snow info about snow. Cute. Um, but no, not particularly. <laughs> Ted Harrington yeah. did say that basically he went on this kind of, um, I thought, well-informed uh, little speech about him thinking about Jon Snow's state of mind at the end of Game of Thrones, how he's killed. Yeah um the his queen the woman he loves how he got exiled to the wall uh how he has to think about like back to the place where yagret died in his arms he's a just think about all these terrible things that he's done in his life has no prospects he's yep. not okay was the quote that got away and yeah. i can kind of envision why he might want a new john snow series right i picture kit harrington like just kind of turning over in his bed at night, just thinking like, ah, oh, Jon Snow has more story to tell. I've got to tell it. And he's thinking like, oh, he's not okay. Yeah. I, I got to do the next thing. And then going in and then calling his producer friends, going into HBO and making this pitch and getting sort of semi, we can develop it, but not make it approved. Um, and it, It's it's good to know that he's, that, that the the wheels are clearly turning, even though the show isn't actually greenlit formally. As Caden asks, is there a possibility that Snow will be the best story of A Song of Ice and Fire, even though it's not written by George R. R. Martin? I mean, yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. Personally, I doubt it, but it's but, possible. Yeah. Yeah. I I think 
it, this quote really reassured me. Uh, like, this is kind of exactly what I would hope for in a Jon Snow mm. spinoff. Like, mm. if they're g- going to do one, like, really exploring kind of, you know, this the mental state of this haggard warrior hero who watched all his loved ones die or had a hand in murdering some of them and is now living in exile. I do think it's interesting. I hope that if that spinoff happens, which I do hope it happens, that it doesn't like give Jon Snow a nice, clean, happy ending. Cause I, yeah. that feels like it would be kind of uncharacteristic of like George RR R. Martin stories. Cause like, mm-hmm cut and dry happy endings are not really a thing he does in like any of his Uh -uh. books Uh -uh. um like not even just a song of ice and fire like all of his other books like to have like Jon snow like reconcile and you know find a new love and whatever like that it'd be a little weird so i hope they really dial into that guilt if and when that show does happen um but speaking of george there were some other cool quotes that that cropped up at the fan convention uh, Ryan Condal revealed that he knows some secrets from the winds of winter because uh, George R. R. Martin just casually mentions them when he's explaining mm-hmm. like Targaryen mythologies and things like that. Um, and Condal fun. doesn't doesn't necessarily like it. Yeah, his his response was, ah, I just want to read the book like a regular fan because he's been a fan of these things for so long. Um, and then there was a deleted scene, too. Did you have a chance to check that out, Dan? Yes, I did. Um, it was very cool. Yeah, what did you think they showed a deleted scene between Bela and Rainey's, where Bela's like rearing to go to war, and Rainey's is like, "Take it easy. We're not rid of a part in this from the finale." It was cool. Um, yeah, I guess what most surprised me was Ryan Condal saying that they cut it for time. That HBO is like really yes is giving them like time limits. Like you've got to come in under this, which I guess surprised me a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think with a show this big that they might just say like it's the Game of Thrones prequel if you if you could run a little long to make the show better but I also respect yeah. them trying to you know not be like it's not t- it's not TV it's a movie on TV no like it's a TV show to be just an hour long to be just come out one a week ten, ten a season I I, I do kind of like that it's a good scene though and i'm um it'll be in the dvd blu-ray whatever release digital home video etc and so forth um yeah i do i i, I did want some more character bits in in the season and, yes. and this is a good character bit but uh gotta strike yeah, the, that balance this is probably between one of my personal story forward and commit yeah go ahead sorry yeah no 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 that's okay I'm going to blame the delay and not my rudeness. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is one of my uh, favorite like Bela scenes was this deleted scene. So it is nice. It is nice to get like the little bit more character stuff in, in scenes like this. And I'm excited to see the other ones. And yeah, I'm with you on being like a little surprised that that was the reasoning was like mm-hmm. basically HBO told them that for some episodes they could go long. Uh, like episode six, because they were introducing new cast, HBO kind of gave them a looser lead on the, on the episode time. But for the finale, they said we need it to stick to X amount of time because it airs in various territories around the world. Some of them insert commercials into the episode, which shoot me right now. If I'm so sorry, if you are watching house of the dragon with commercial breaks, Um, but yeah, it, it's fascinating to to see, you know, an HBO program, HBO's biggest show still wrangling with those things, whereas 
like Stranger Things on Netflix. They were like two and a half hours for your finale. You go do what you want, Duffers. Um, and Condal did say if we were just streaming, these conversations wouldn't be happening. So it is because of linear television. But it's also kind of nice, though, too, that like it, it it doesn't have like it's a TV show. Like it, it it's not trying to be a new fangled thing. And it, it's like innovating yeah. within the form. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it, but I like the scene. And um, yeah, it's a good scene. I agree. Camilla was very, very nice. Yeah. The first time in uh, years. Yeah. Oh. I saw my dot. Ah, uh, yeah. That line. That, was nice. that, that line was, nice. was so good. Um, But, uh, but yeah, you know. And- do you Go want ahead. to hit on anything else about the fan convention? It's okay. I don't. Again, delay, not rudeness. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't. I'm pretty good. Um, I was gonna do a little segue. Okay. You know, uh, House of the Dragon is a TV show, and there have been so many TV shows that came out in 2022, and we are now at here at the end of the year of our Lord 2022 going. Two with you yes. out there watching. We need you to help with this. Fifteen of the most notable, what? Fifteen of the best. Fifteen of the ones we just chose somewhere, somewhat arbitrarily, and we're going to rank them from worst to best, from least to beast, in a way that we. Ooh. And by the end of this little podcast, we will have the definitive correct list of the top 15 shows of 2022 the candidates are we have not ranked we're, we're, yes we're going to take these shows put them in order the candidates are house of the dragon obviously stranger things a season four which was a big old deal the sandman on netflix the lord of the rings the rings of power which made a big splash and will not be in the top five probably not the top ten uh, Star Wars Andor, which came out of nowhere to be a really, really good show. Oh. And I yeah. I'm, I might want it to be number one. I'm not sure yet. Uh, the Orville New Horizons, which Daniel loved. I'm still I'm at like the yeah. end of season two, by the way. I'm still watching, but I haven't gotten New Horizons uh, yet. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so you don't even know. Another one that I came out of know. nowhere Although I am, I am liking it quite a bit, even in season two. Uh, Ms. Cool. Marvel, because we had to have at least one Marvel show on there because they put out like three. So good good for them and that was our Uh, favorite of the three i think so i think that was my favorite yeah yeah i think so so too uh the boys season three not sure well Mm -hmm. that's like a special the boys season three pretty good the last kingdom which i fully forgot even came out this year um wednesday our newest entry this kind of new fun young adult spooky spooky horror show it's taking the world by storm uh (laughs) Yeah. Raised by Wolves season two, which is Daniel's pick. Yes. I didn't watch it, but you love yes. it. Yes. Uh, another one that I didn't watch. Trust uh, me, Severance. if you watched it, you'd know why it should be on the list. I would know why it's here. Severance. <laughs> the, both which, of those shoes. <laughs> I mean, Severance made a splash on Apple TV Plus, kind of a um, workplace sci fi drama with Adam Scott, would you like? Westworld season four, which might be a candidate for the. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Uh, his dark materials mm-hmm. season three, which I've almost done with. Um, I've watched six eight episodes, so I feel qualified to say where it goes. And finally, interview with yeah. the vampire, which rocked my world pretty good. And um, okay. some honorable Daniel, do you want to t- take some honorable mentions before we really get rolling? Yeah, yeah. Let me talk honorable mentions 
So the biggest one that uh, some of you probably are are thinking right now. So The Walking Dead is not on this list. Yeah, the final season of The Walking Dead happened. That is an honorable mention because, yeah, like Dan said, neither of us has seen it. Um, so it feel right. a little disingenuous to be to be debating its merits when neither of us has watched it. Um, a few other honorable mentions: The Expanse, which did have its series finale uh this year in january but because Mm -hmm. most of the season took place in 2021 we're excluding that from the rankings beyond that there are a few shows that didn't make it on that are they they were pretty good or notable in some ways so like peacemaker excellent show but wouldn't have knocked off any of the the ones on the list for us same for Mm -hmm. for all mankind and the peripheral also great shows good i haven't seen for all mankind but that's what i hear um star Love trek it. strange new worlds is another made a nice splash. one that a lot of people like that i Books haven't watched. like it yeah made a nice splash halo is the we're gonna honorable here. mention that because yeah yeah the orville's on here and we kind of the, it was trek. debating between westworld and halo and they're yeah they're kind of opposites like westworld was a good show with some bad moments halo was a mediocre show with good moments so off the list uh obi-wan kenobi notable for the ewan mcgregor and hayden christensen of it all even though it wasn't the best star wars show of the year um and cyberpunk edge runners which i loved a lot and that's all i'll say about it couldn't fit it on the list great show uh finanian asked firanian 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 tell me if i'm saying that wrong asked about our flag means death we liked it. Uh, our flag means death was on our list, but we didn't. We're gonna try and yeah. keep. We're gonna try and keep this to a uh, sci-fi fantasy. So it was. I liked our flag means death, except but... for Utrecht. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it's fa- that's true. Okay, fine. The Utrecht never is... ages. It is fantasy. <laughs> our flag means death will have other opportunities to to get on the list later. We tried to keep it sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. We, ba- I guess, I guess we failed. We uh, from that one we case. Can, you but... know, we can note note our flag means death in this honorable mention section it was a decent show for me it it would not have knocked off any of the shows of the 15 we're gonna rank though i don't think it was better than any of those it it was Mm, decent though Westworld, maybe i enjoyed it westworld maybe maybe season two but anyway yeah let's get ranking and feel free to pitch in your ideas because we're gonna need some help here okay I'm going to go ahead and just throw out first that I'm not sure what should go in the first spot. I, my heart says House of the Dragon, but we, I think we should. Sorry. Well, but I, I was going to ask if you want to start at the top or the bottom, because I do think bottom. we've got a few strong contenders for that top spot. Um, you got House of yeah, the Dragon. There you go, Richard. We can I leave House of the Andor. Dragon nice and big up there. Okay, for now. But I, all I'm saying is I think there are other like. I, I want to talk whether Andor should be in there. I, I really do. I, I think that has a chance of knocking it out. Um, anything else I mean, that might I'm, take the top you know spot? I'm gonna, yeah, you know I'm going to preach about the Orville, too. Um, well, the top spot is going to be a hard that, one. It's going to be a hard one. And honestly, man, I ran out of ugly tears in this season <laughs> of that show. Uh, so, yeah, there are a few. I, we'll have to talk about the top spot. The competition sure. is fierce. Like the Sandman the was really, really spot, good. Stranger Things was really, really good. It was. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we, some good we stuff. have an embarrassment of riches. There you go. OK, the bottom spot. But obvious candidates are Westworld season four on here. Mm-hmm. The That's Rings it, of Power <laughs> could maybe Ooh. be argued. 
Uh, looking at this list, I'm thinking Westworld, though. I don't see... And it's not even that it was god-awful. I think it was better than the season before. But it got yeah, to the end, it just that. did that Westworld thing it does, where it kind of makes it about the ideas, not the characters, and it just sort of gets away from the interesting, yeah. visceral, relatable bits. And I just sort of yep. lost interest. So I was salty. <laughs> so Camilla's with us. <laughs> I mean, and again, it was yeah. I was liking that season more than I had liked the show in a while. I, I, I think season four was better than season Same. three, but the, the end kind of petered out. And I'm not that upset that it was even canceled. So, yeah, bye, Westworld. You got on the list. Congratulations. We're getting people who are saying first be House of the Dragon. I think I think that's what I'm going to argue for. But, but we'll see what we get there. How about the yeah, second we'll have worst? To- it's got to be it's got to be Lord of the Rings, right? You think? Uh, looking at these oh, shows, it might have to be. Well, I I haven't seen his dark materials, so if you want to argue that that's hmm. worse than Lord of the Rings, then have at you. Um, but, I will not argue uh, it's worse than Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, Miss Mar- Rings of Power, was a show that I uh, yeah. was kind of fun watching it. It was not well put together in too many ways. It. I agree with that. There were parts when I, my interest was more acute and I was looking at it harder. I liked those two. I liked the hobbits. Um, What else did I like? Yeah. I also liked the dwarves. I know you hated Numenor. I liked Numenor. It was just so dull and there was so much of it and it never got better. I thought the dragging out who is Sauron (laughs) thing was more tedious than it was interesting. Um, I thought it ticked up it toward the end. I liked the battle episode was fun episode because it was well six. done. That was fun. Yeah, it was the fight, but like kind of just mostly because it was a well shot battle. Not because like I was really invested in these people. Um, was kind yeah. of what the the pleasure I derived from it. The finale was better. Same. I didn't like the mythology changes. Yeah, I'm happy with it at number fourteen. Yeah, I you know. I feel like it kind of deserves it because there are really, really astounding aspects of like production aspects of the rings of power. Like mm-hmm. they really did a fantastic job, like on the Numenor sets, like there, those <laughs> sure. things, some of the cinematography in the early episodes was great, but like it really struggled to keep my interest, like as it went from point A to B and too conveniently yeah, was really like, did. all right, our characters need to go do this thing now. Halbrand is on the verge of death. He needs elvish medicine. Put that guy on a horse and make him ride a thousand miles to the nearest healer. Oh, yeah. Like, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm i going to start ranting about Rings of Power. Yeah. 14 for sure. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm good with that. Um. Can I get your opinion on some of the ones that I didn't watch? Like, how how good yeah, yeah. were Wednesday Raised by Wolves and Severance? Because I didn't watch those. So, like, okay, where are you thinking okay. in in I in think, this? I so my personal opinion, I think Miss Marvel is going to go in the thirteenth spot. You th- because I don't so know. raised. Well, like I would let me know what you Ms. think is worse. Maybe above his dark materials. What would you rank it above? His dark materials. Oh, that's maybe. fair. Okay, so Wednesday. Yeah, so let me talk about Wednesday. Raised you by said Miss Marvel. Severance. 
when okay, so you think all I of said Miss Marvel. Marvel? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I think Wednesday is um, the. <laughs> it's a fun show. It's really good at being what it is, which is kind of like a YA Adams family Hogwarts thing with. Sure really funny gallows humor because wednesday just has like excellent gallows humor lines all throughout the show um i think it set out to achieve exactly what it was trying to we could maybe debate between miss marvel and wednesday um but i just think that wednesday uh is a little more the mysteries are a little more cohesive in wednesday like I felt kind of apathetic toward especially the villains of Miss Marvel. Um, I, I think it was a solid, them. like, me too. Me too. And I think it was a solid origin story. I think the cultural aspects of Miss Marvel were standout excellent. I um, really liked but, the trip back to the partition. I thought that was nice. I yes. liked the central character. I thought Same. Kamala Khan was appealing. But yeah. yeah just so, climax so those two... Yeah, we can kind of debate those two, maybe. Severance was excellent. Um, okay. Severance is one I pushed for on this list because a lot of people loved that show. And so basically the idea of Severance is people go to work. They don't remember their outside life. It's like mm-hmm. their their mind cool. is severed. So their work self and their at home self are different, which means they can't like remember if they have families like they could have a relationship at work and not remember they're married Ooh. outside of work um and they did all sorts That's of cool idea super super interesting things with that premise um and it was it had yeah i was on the edge of my seat right down to the the final credits of that so i think that one probably deserves to be near the top honestly um let me ask you by, uh, okay yeah. yeah so like yeah, you think that uh, okay. So Wednesday beats tomorrow for you. What is better, Severance or Raised so. by Wolves? It's to close. You? Sure, sure, sure. Severance. Okay, so Severance is better than Raised Severance by Wolves. Easily. Okay. Yeah, I think Raised by Wolves is great. I I enjoyed season two. Season one was a little bit better, I think. Um, season two, it's just such a, it's such an acid trip. That show, you never know what you're gonna see next. That was one show I had to give my my partner a warning. Like, if you hear me going, <laughs> oh, holy shit, holy shit. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm just watching Raised by Wolves. Everything's fine. Um, yeah, great dark sci-fi, but not better than Severance. Do you think it's better than Wednesday, Raised by Wolves? Ooh, that's hard. Ooh. That's hard because they're so Apples different. Like, Raised by Wolves. They really are like Wednesday is like an accessible show. You can people of all ages can watch and Raised by Wolves is like (laughs) horrifying adults, high concept Um, (laughs) sci-fi. I think we could probably put Wednesday above it. Okay, it's nice. By the way, Julie's made me laugh with with saying um, some people forget they're married when they go to work in real life. But um, (laughs) nice. Um, okay, and but, the one yeah, that I so saw that you did that I would wolves. put in it in Raised by Wolves in the next spot. Do you think it's better than this? Oh Marvel? no, I f- I forgot. Nah, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm all over okay. the place. It's definitely We're better than like the lower the yes. okay ones. And for for me, the one that I saw that you didn't that I would put in here, or in this area is His Dark Materials, which is okay. an adaptation of a 
solid but difficult book series that I have read twice now mm-hmm. for this freaking show. And it, it it's it's always been good. <laughs> and I think this third season is better than the, than the previous two because they kind of got to the weirder material. Um, yeah, it's the it's the more stirring material. And, and there have been moments that have stirred me like I have watched this show and been like a little choked up. I've also been bored. Um, yeah. So it's been Ooh, up and that's, down. That's pretty fair. I think I would put it above. Uh, I put it above Miss Marvel. I think I. Would. I'll just throw. M- I think I would because Miss so, Marvel, while it was cute, didn't really move me. Yeah, I. So, so maybe we can. What I was going to say, I haven't seen season three. I think it's got to be, and it's not a knock against Miss Marvel. It's just how good everything else was. Yeah, um, that's what because our excuse is. It it really is though, because I so his dark materials. I have seen the first two seasons. I haven't watched season three yet, and I totally agree with what you said. Really good at times. Um, also, just kind of like kind of plodding along at others there's this, um there's like a blandness to it that it returns to too often a little yeah or like but when it doesn't like have just right the blandness these new it can be very where, good yeah yeah like and i will say this season is better because it, it, it like this is the one where they're killing god this is the one where they're going yeah. to the eternal purgatory this is the one where things get strange and they do go there it's the one with the mulefa and the yeah. real writing talking elf people like it, it gets weird and i do like that like there's skill and there's craft there they're just there's always something missing with that show that never quite sparked to me but i like it i admire it it should be on the list but it probably shouldn't be that high i i bet wednesday is better i haven't watched wednesday but it it looks more fun if nothing else yeah i think there's a decent chance that that is the case um because i i will say my next lowest is probably raised by wolves, which I really enjoyed, but I don't think I, I don't know if I would say it's better than Wednesday because Wednesday is just so good at being what it is. Sure. I think Raised by Wolves season two kind of had a little bit of hits and misses, but I would definitely put it above what I've seen of his dark materials because it was never like it's an exciting show. Oh, uh right. it definitely keeps you guessing. It it's weird as hell it keeps you on the edge of your seat um but yeah i think okay so i think raised by wolves would go above his dark materials in my opinion and then Um, wednesday and then wednesday are there other things that would beat out wednesday probably like anything on here i think would what isn't as good like stranger things sandman uh, honestly my next the boys my next ones beyond wednesday are, are the boys and i was going to ask you about interview kingdom. with the vampire the last the i loved the good. last season of the last kingdom um, okay i i liked the last season of the last kingdom i really liked the end um definitely yeah the last kingdom i guess my issue with that one i always liked it never less than good <laughs> It just kind of like went through so many years. So I don't know. It, 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 it yeah, the, there's like um a thing where it kind of, I don't know what I'm saying. I didn't feel 
I'm comparing it in my head to like Game of Thrones and just it 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 it, it it's not as dramatic to me. Like I wanted it no, also to it's based know, on to real kinda, history. Kind of hit me more. It can't but be no, as but, dramatic. But also no, it's not. Like and you shouldn't say it that's <laughs> stupid. Like it absolutely is not. There are people in it whose names are the same as people in real history. But like eh, correct. Not, not really. Uhtred's yes. not real and he and, and he's the reason we're all here. The characters That's like true. aren't Rod- aren't as vibrant as they could be. Even though I, I I like the show a lot, I'm thinking the last kingdom is somewhere in this next stretch. Like yeah. I'm thinking now we're talking the prob- boys, the last kingdom, and what else? Maybe Stranger Things could um, be in this stretch. Ooh, ooh, maybe. Um, so I just want to point out, Severance? so Robert Harris trying to guess there. guess what number twelve was. Yes, uh-huh. that is Professor X. He plays a character on his Dark Materials, James McAvoy. Um, yes, Lord Asriel. Okay, so this next stretch, um, I think The Last Kingdom's a fair one, because I think I would put most of the remaining things above it, except for... I think so, I'm on the too. fence about The Boys. I think The Boys the was boys... good. The Boys is always fun. I thought The Boys kind of chickened out at the end. But I remember uh, more did of you the like boys it more than... than I do the Last Kingdom. But I guess I didn't okay. see it more recently. Okay. But honestly, the Last it... Kingdom, there was like a tiny. I just think it had a great ending. Like. It did have yeah. a great ending. I liked the ending a lot. I was moved. Those two are close. Yeah. Um. Do we they are. think? Okay. By the way, so just so so we know which ones we're not talking about, like. In contention for the top spots are like House of the Dragon, I'm guessing, Star Wars Andor, yeah. the the Orville New Horizons. Do you mm-hmm. think that um Severance is in is in there in like the top four, that top row in contention? I, I think mean? it's yes. I think it's okay. in contention. I it's I feel like Severance and Interview with the Vampire are going to be kind of the two, which is going to be hard because we've each seen one. Um, But I like it's hard. Sandman will be up there. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're we're into the difficult portion of the show. So can I just sound off the ones we have left? I'm going to exclude the boys in the Last Kingdom, so that you guys in the chat can start shouting out your favorites for us so the ones after uh the boys in the last kingdom I think which are going to be eight the boys in the last kingdom i i totally believe that um okay. so all right well, so beyond those ones what we have left is severance um interview <laughs> with the vampire the orville new horizons star wars andor the sandman stranger mm-hmm. things season four and House of the Dragon. Those are going to okay. be our top seven. Yeah, I think. I, was just, I think the boys should go at nine and the last kingdom at eight. I think the ending the totally last was very good. I think that gives it some weight. And the boys is a lot of fun. It didn't go as far as I think it should have. Um, I, I agree. I wanted it to go further. I, I wanted it because 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 that show is like so it's always been kind of a daring show where it's like not your daddy superhero show. We're going to take superheroes and we're going to put them on their head yeah. and we're going to make them do all kinds of heinous things. And they did do heinous things <laughs> like um, the opener where the guy explodes out the front of the man's penis. But um, heinous things yeah. like weren't enough. Like, where do they go I wanted, from there? But down. I, I wanted like more daring on kind of the macro level and not just the 
exploding penis micro level. Um, I even that totally was... agree with that. The last yeah, kingdom, I yeah. felt like they kind of pulled Five the punch years. near the end. Yeah, yeah, it did. Kill Maeve. And the last kingdom, it was yes. good all the way through. And that and that and that final bit was really powerful. And it helps to it's the final season. It helps to end on a good note. So good for you, last kingdom. Yep. Yep. Okay. A few really, really standout parts of that. Brita's Brita's last episode was this season. That was good. And that yeah, was yeah, really yeah. good. Um Uhtred having to execute a certain relative was also very good. I won't say anything more for spoilers if you always haven't seen executing. it. Um always be executing so yeah that brings us to our top seven where do we go okay. from here dan okay so this is I've hard interview this is harder than i you've expected. seen the orville and you want and you and severance okay uh, i'm uh, part of me wants to put house of the dragon in the top spot and part of me there were parts of house of the dragon season one that i didn't enjoy i just straight up i didn't like some of the choices they made I also it's also the series that affected me the most. I mean, maybe because I, I think so much about it and it's like my my my, yeah. my my job to think about it. But like it was yeah, yeah. I will say nothing this year made me tear up or just think harder than the bit where Viserys walks through the throne room. Nothing that was to me, that was my moment of the year. That was, I think, the best moment of the year for me on TV. I didn't watch New Horizons, so whatever, maybe something better there. Yeah, um, that's, that's fair. So though. it had great highs. I think it had some lower ebbs. The Kristen Cole killing Joffrey Lonmouth bit I didn't like. Episode nine I thought was kind of wrongly handled, which is why I'm not yeah. sure it belongs in the number one spot, but I'm not sure what would take its place either. So I'm not committed there. Yeah. Andor. Okay. Oh my God. Just front to back. That show was excellent. Was written like a like tight steel drum. That thing, yes, it was, was. fortified, buttressed everywhere, perfectly. Like there wasn't a hair out of place. There wasn't a bantha out of the stable. Whatever Ooh, the metaphor nice, is, nice. far, far away. And <laughs> it, p- parts of it were sort of slow. That was kind of my problem. Like House of the Dragon. First episode grabbed me like that one had a yeah. great hook. I did think Andor took longer to take off and there were like these kind of slower patches yes. in there. So that would be its weakness. But I think both of those are contention for my number one spot. I think I would give if I were voting, I'd say House the Dragon just because I guess I value the ability to punch me in the gut emotionally more than I value like perfection. Um but mileage Ooh, okay. could definitely That's... vary. Yeah, I think we are in the your mileage may vary section of the tally. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, it's going to be between House of the Dragon and the Orville. Um, for you. And Andor. Those, those are my top three. You Yo, really I, liked I agree the Orville, about, didn't you? Damn. Man, I can't tell you. I, I ugly cried like four episodes in a row. Um, you know, we talk about shows with like being as strong as their weakest link type thing the Mm -hmm. orville like they kind of wrote this as if it could be the final season of the show and i think Mm -hmm. it like andor it took a little bit to get going the first three episodes were a little rocky and then by episode three it started really taking off um but from four to the end was like basically a flawless season of television and my like once it hit that point um 
But yeah, be the top okay, three? so because I think the other I four think, are not quite at that level. Yes, I haven't seen I think Severance, those should be the top but three. I think you're probably right. And Severance, I, I think Severance, I want House of Dragon top spot. Yeah, I you know Vizzy T walking across that throne room. That I do but, think but, that was probably a moment of the year in television for me. Uh, Richard loved okay. Tale of Two Topas, which I will get to. I know what Topa is. I'm on season two. Yes. Yes. Tale of Two Topas. That episode, I think the Orville, if it won awards for any episode, it should be that one. Um, okay. <laughs> but so let's, let's take a step back. I think those okay. are probably going to be our three. top three. That's House, great. I, House I like of the that. Dragon and or the Orville. So mm. that leaves us with Stranger Things, Severance, an interview and, and sandman the sandman yeah stranger things um, interview severance and sandman um this is of those hard because four, it's a taste thing it is also i haven't seen severance um stranger things severance interview and the sandman this hmm, i stranger things was fun man uh they're never less it was a big than, season they're never less than I'm um, extremely committed to what they're doing, which I really appreciate. I mean, I yes. I was everybody else. I did love the bits where Max is running away to the Kate Bush song, and it was really fun watching, yeah. and it was emotional. It was good. Yeah, I mean that Vecna it's reveal. Kinda, but you know what? Okay, here we go. I, 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 I pretty much was bored through the entire Russian prison plot. I remember that. Um. I think they should okay. kill Jim Hopper and, and, and just let him go. Um, yeah, it almost loves its characters stance. too much. In a way, I think that show does. Like it can't, can't go. And then, in, uh, so let the me Sandman, ask you. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. So I think I think Severance was better than Stranger Things four. Um, I'm I'm willing again, to believe your, that. Your mileage may vary, um, but Severance was basically perfect at what it did um cool. and i do agree there were times where i felt like stranger things dragged i wondered about jim hopper whether they should have killed yeah. him too um stranger things four had really high highs though when it was hitting its stride um so i my question for you between interview the sandman and stranger things how would you rank them i would those put are the interview three for that. and sandman both above the stranger things I, I think I would so put Stranger Things at seven, honestly. It, it w- 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 would be my choice. And just trust that Severance is better, uh, which I'm willing to do. Um, yeah. The Sandman a, had a like trust. A, a shaggy dog kind of. Um, there was there was a bit of ungainliness to it sometimes because the story is so bizarre and it yeah. takes so much faith from everybody to even make it happen like that anybody would give money to adapt the show where the spite silent spider women live in the house with the place <laughs> that is now Stephen Fry and they all live together and have a little dream walk together. Um, It takes a lot of faith and I think the weakest parts of the show were the parts of the comic because kind of the comic where, where the, the, yeah, I mean that whole arc, the f- like 
was yeah. kind of like from the comic, Same. but it was written by like a 25 year old who wasn't really is kind of completely finessed yet. Um, and it was still kind of fun and like a kind of like a like a ramshackle sort of way. I liked it, and I liked the boldness yeah. of it, and I, and I also loved some of the bits. I loved uh, the whole Satan episode, Lucifer episode, the one of the diner, yeah, and that was the excellent. death. Were like one, two, three, bing, bang, boom, great, great, great after another. Um, what does that leave? Because I yeah, so seven should be Stranger Things. If Richard is there, I think I, I think that that'll be my vote. Yeah, um, you'd rank Stranger Things below the Sandman because that's those. That's yeah, my main I question would, is just because Sandman, Stranger of, Things, of like how much chutzpah the the Sandman had, and how much get up and go, and how much creativity and juice. Where Stranger Things is a little more, yeah, like clockwork watch, like Swiss watch kind of thing, and just it did drag yeah. in places. Interview with the Vampire, I thought was great. I thought it was bold. I thought it was new. What would I put Interview with the Vampire and Sandman? I think I would put Sandman ahead of Interview with the Vampire because Interview with the Vampire is an older story. They did a lot of great stuff to, to revive it. I thought they did a really good job pumping some new blood mm-hmm. into it. Nice. Um, and looking, getting to look at these characters in a, in a new way. I love the style. I love the acting. Um, yeah, I guess it was more or less great all the way through i just don't think it quite reached the height some of the other ones i th- i think if i had so, my druthers i would go interview with the vampire at six sandman at five and i don't know where severance fits in there it should be four or somewhere in in in, in that area i think four um so i, I will just one. without having seen interview with the vampire i, I would put that at six because i think the Sandman one, just the sheer audacity of even making a show out of that comic that Gaiman's been trying to get it made for years. Some balls. And one thing that is it did. And it's a wonderful thing about the Sandman is that, that some of the episodes are so standalone that like that's um, the episode with death is the kind of thing you could show oh, someone oh, who isn't even yes. into these shows and they would probably love it. Um, I think it was w- more original so yes. which is easy to say because yeah. you know interview has been done a few times already um <laughs> or once already so Wait, yeah man. that's that's my feeling on it and then severance is the easy and you think here. that severance is uh, is 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 better than this i should watch severance sorry i i lost you there for a sec i think severance you, was uh, i'll trust you that severance is is better yeah. than this stuff I mean, don't trust me. Trust Nicole because she's over here saying Severance was a very unique show, way smarter than the others and very well done. And uh, yeah, I agree with her. Severance asked its viewer to pay attention and it was like a finely wrapped mystery gift that just gradually sucked you in and gave you new information. Um, It's not as fantastical as the others, but it is way Mm. more... uh, expertly executed and it did still hit the heartstrings too it, it got both of those but it's tough between severance and the sandman ah, man, i wonder yeah, if that's, severance should that's be hard. above Andor, but i haven't seen severance because honestly okay nah so i think i know i don't, what I don't I, think so what i what i want for a top three because honestly look camilla's okay. comment it is not wrong. I'll be honest i loved Andor, but, but i eddie. fell asleep every episode till episode six but eddie yeah, but Eddie, what about Eddie? Yeah, at me. 
Oh, people went crazy for that guy. Eddie's he's awesome. Fine. What do you mean? What about he's Eddie? Fine. He's awesome. Fine. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I mean, I'll move uh, that's her out better. of there because Eddie. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, fine. He's awesome. Yeah, good. You can shred real good. Um, <laughs> I agree with Camilla. Basic, um, <laughs> basic thrust in that comment that, yeah, a- Andrew was kind of sleepy sometimes, even though it really got to places. I love that it had something like to say. I mean, Forget yeah. like Star Wars, pretty much anything with that big a budget has as little to say as possible. But here we have like a freaking Star Wars show talking about the prison industrial complex and the the like the banality of evil in a fascist state and like the mechanization of the bureaucracy of government to kind of suppress people, to elongate their sentences, to just kind of drain the hope and color out of your life. Like that's that mm-hmm. again that takes some major guts uh and i really respect it for that so oh god now i'm talking to myself into wanting to argue for randor but it was sleepy it had some sleepy bits it was sleepy bits that those first stretch uh uh it, okay. yeah andor's right tough. now right now i would go house of the dragon new horizons because i know you love that and then andor i do why do you love it so much? I, that is what. So it's funny. You're talking about Andor as having something to say. I think that mm-hmm. is something that New Horizons did exceptionally well this season as well, which I didn't expect, honestly, because the first two mm-hmm. are kind of like comedy sci-fi. So you expect that that's what season three will be. But kind of what they did instead with most of season three is like each episode is its own story and a lot of those stories are really, really impactful. Um, the one I'll talk about that Richard mentioned, which I, I do think is one of the best ones. I I don't think it's my favorite episode of the season, but that just shows you how good the season was. So A Tale Ooh. of Two Topas is about this teenage alien who is basically transgender. Um, she is forced to take a different gender when she's born because that is the way that their specific culture works they don't allow females in this culture oh, um and tale of two topas puts you into her experience in a way that i've never seen done on television where it wrangles with that idea of what happens when she, they become a teenager and start asking questions um i think the orville tackled a lot of big ideas mm-hmm. which is just not something i expected from a seth mcfarland comedy show and on top of that, the effects on the Orville were better than most anything on television this year. Um, equal to, they were like in a different level. It's like, you know, you had things like House of the Dragon. I think Andor was up there too. The Orville sure. is that same echelon of special effects. They were, they had clearly been working on it for the past three years because of COVID. Um so, yeah, it's hard, you know, ranking something like that above Andor because Andor was excellent. But, yeah, I don't know. The the Orville for me, it just it hit me emotionally in ways that I didn't expect and more than any other show I've seen this year. So that's why I think it deserves to be up there. But I know I you're, that- you're taking a leap of faith because you haven't seen it. I mean, I, I've really enjoyed the first season of the Orville and I, I've done the second more than the first um so maybe it'll it'll mm-hmm. keep getting better i mean message shows <laughs> the, the, there's like a, a a difference between like the kind of 
it's about something that Andor is about, which is like kind of baked into the yes. story. And then something like the Orville, where it's a little more like, here's the moral. It's not like that, but it, it, it's yeah, a little more clear what they're saying to you. It's not better or worse, but it's yes. different. Um, it is different. I I agree with that. And then House of the Dragon is just kind of the story, and then you take what you want from it. I think that's a good top three, because all of them, frankly, have some flaws, that I, I would say, because, again, I haven't seen the Orville. Maybe yeah. it's perfect. Um, but all no, of them no, it's, really it's got its do, flaws, especially in the first few, first couple of episodes. But all of them do things that are really, really great and really exciting. Yeah. And it was a good year for TV. I thought we had some really, really excellent stuff this year. I'm pretty happy with this list. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think House of the Dragon, one thing we haven't talked about is how ambitious it was moving through basically three decades yeah, in one yeah, season of was. television. And that is no small feat. And I think they pulled it off better than any of us, better than we could have hoped for. Maybe they left some things out we would have liked to see, but it, it so easily could have been a giant mess. And instead it was really compelling. Um, so yeah, All three of those you know, shows I and feel... a few others take major swings and I really respect that. Yeah. And sometimes you fail, sometimes you succeed and they all succeeded. Yeah. And Camilla, you know, my only big gripe oh, with House of the Dragon was Rhaenys and Melis in episode nine. Oh, Camilla, That's don't get me started. You're going to get it knocked down on the list, Camilla, because don't don't yeah, get us talking yeah. about that one. I've made my peace with it. I'm going to move on. <laughs> no, my God, God, I hate it so much. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with this. If any of you, I'd love to hear your comments about what you would do differently, what shows you miss entirely, where you would put stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm very curious. Daniel, do we have time for a lightning round or we just want to peace out of this and uh, go on with our lives? Um, You know, it's up to you, Dan. I have time. Okay. Let's do I have time if you, want, if you want to talk it. The one thing I will say before we get into the lightning round, uh, Nicole asked, what shows are we looking forward to in 2023? Nicole, come <laughs> back next week because we are going to do a whole show about that next week because <laughs> there are a ton coming out next year. The graph's coming back. You think it's the end of the graph? I don't think so. Yes. And then we'll take a couple nope. weeks off uh, for the holidays. The month of it, graphs. Yes. The, uh, it's December, graph month. Okay, let's get this quick because I got dinner on the fact. That's right. All right. Um, okay, okay. Let's do it. And Martha, we're watching Kinja, but we haven't seen it all the way through, so we didn't put it on. And Jeremy Asin, 533. Yes. I'm watching now. It was quite good. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of good stuff this year. There's a lot of good stuff this year. It really um, was. But okay, we, we're going to do this because... Um, we got to end the show. We can't do end the show without a week news lightning yeah. round. We get 20 seconds on the clock and give our opinions. Okay. I'm going to go first. I did not order any of these. Um, Daniel. Great. Emma D'Arcy. Yes. Uh, is nominated for a golden globe, but house of the dragon is up for best drama. And Patty Considine up for Woo! nothing at the golden globes. Matt Smith. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously very happy for Emma D'Arcy and house of the dragon, but why is, why is everyone snubbing Patty Considine? Because he's not a name. That's, that's my he response. He's not a pit. It, he's he's. I he, don't he's get it. Because they didn't watch the show. That's the only reason he's getting snubbed. People watch the show. Patty Considine <laughs> justice bandwagon. Yeah, justice stupid, for Patty. Stupid. Don't make me start the hashtag justice for oh, Patty. I love um, <laughs> all right. All right. So. 
cancellation time. There have been a, uh-huh. a lot of them uh, this week or a lot of weird cancellation type news. Netflix mm-hmm. yeah, canceled Warrior Nun. Are you, are you sad that, about that? How do you feel? Well, I never really watched it, but um, I know a lot of people are very upset about it. Uh, Warrior Nun second season, kind of like a fantasy drama with some LGBTQIA plus uh, overtones. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was good or not. Did you watch it? I haven't seen it. No, too many shows. Too few. I'm hours very sorry day. for the fans. <laughs> yeah, that. same. Okay. Same. Uh, here, here's another word. One Westworld and the Nevers are being pulled from HBO Max and shuttled off to fast streaming channels, which I'm not 100 clear on, but they are. I I hate this. So fast, uh, they're free ad supported streaming TV. Uh, Peacock is fast. Basically, it's it? cable, but streaming version of cable. And, and HBO is, yes. And HBO is considering getting into this. They pulled Westworld and the Nevers off from HBO Max. This is also effectively a cancellation for the Nevers. Uh, season 1B mm. will air someday on wherever they end up. I hate that. So I hate this so much. Read about it if you want to know more. I despise this news we just talked about. All right. Yeah. It's saving HBO money, basically. Um, Okay. So gorgeous artwork alert. The World of Fire Mm -hmm. and Blood calendar is available now with gorgeous images like this one. Very nice, right? Yeah. The World of Fire and Blood calendar out now. You can order it. It's full of 12 different uh, months of 12 different pieces of art by different artists depicting uh, images from Fire and Blood. And not just the Dance of the Dragons. Like, it's also like the Aegon stuff and the stuff that can lead up to that. Yep. Looks really cool. One cool thing on the fridge. You, what? What? Why, why do you get this one? That could be a nice choice. Done. Okay. <laughs> Daniel. Um, oh, bloody yes. Uh, Netflix is producing a live action version of the anime My Hero Academia. You know a lot about that, right? I, I don't. I know very little about it, aside from that a lot of people love My Hero Academia. I Dude, am just a little wary of Netflix making live-action anime adaptations because they have not had the best track record what so far. What producer is some pushing reason, for they're these? Just determined. They are determined to make... Yeah, I don't know. Um, so Some weeaboo executive there just absolutely loves anime. Okay. Yeah, anime is cool, but you don't need to remake it in live action because we already have the anime and it's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) All right. So this is a live action thing that uh, should be live action. So the first image of Joaquin Phoenix in Joker has been revealed. (laughs) Yes, the first image of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in Joker Foliadu which is the sequel to Joker, which is going to be him, Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn. You know, this reminded me, it reminded me of that scene from Game of Thrones where um, uh, uh, Ramsey, no, uh, Reek is shaving Ramsey Bolton and then he yeah. doesn't yes. kill anybody. Um, I'll watch it. Musical, Lady Gaga, okay, Phoenix. I'm in it. I'm into it. Sure, why not? Um, okay. Almost coming up here. Uh, Daniel, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, season two will have eight episodes and an all-female directing team. Um, I think that's wonderful. Um, I don't know about the directors and I, but I think it's wonderful to see that kind of representation. I hope it's coming from an authentic place. Um, also <laughs> eight episodes. 
I'm a little on the fence about, but that seems to be the format they're going for with the Rings of yeah. Power. And I don't think more episodes would make it better. So I feel I feel good about that, I think. The one woman who's directing four out of eight is the person who directed the battle episode in season one. That's nice. Wow. Okay. So half the season. Well, that's awesome. That was one of the better episodes of the season. That was so the best glad that she's okay. getting that that recognition. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So, ooh, this is Finally. exciting. The I hope one. this one's good. Sorry. The last one. Uh, so Amazon officially ordered a God of War television series. Ooh. Yep. As Jeremy Eisen 533 said, yeah, it did. Um, again, video game series, Fallout. God of War, The Last of Us, you mentioned Cyberpunk Edge Runners, mm-hmm. we got um, Arcane, yes. we got a bunch of stuff, they're they're all over the place now. Um, this one is another, this could be good, like this is it's a very story-based game, yeah, it could, could be a story-based TV show, you can catch Batista in there, it'll say boy a lot, um, yeah, I'll watch it. Alright, and that <laughs> is our show, thanks for watching, we went a little over there. Um, we're here every week, we're here yeah. every single week, well... We're going to take two weeks off at the end of the year for the holidays. We're here next week. We're here next week at We're 4 here p.m. Next Central Standard Time yes. on Wednesday on the Winner is Coming Facebook page, the Winner is Coming YouTube page. We'll be talking next week about our the shows coming next year, and we're going to graph them out. So this has been yes. the be podcast form. iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts are available. Thanks for watching. Have a lovely evening. Graphs, graphs, graphs. Can't beat them. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. 